What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. And today is a mystery <laughs> to y'all and us as of right now. No, I'm kidding. We, we have some topics, but we really didn't know where we wanted to take this episode. Um, a lot of these topics, I would say, are politically charged, uh, or at least mine are. I don't, I don't know about yours, but I, I have some topics I want to talk about just because like, stuff's been going on in the United States mainly, like mm-hmm. internally, and I just, I don't know, I want to talk about them. They're I interesting. I feel like this episode is going to be like, y'all getting to listen in to one of our, what we would usually talk about on the phone. And you know what's funny? I just thought about this. We, uh, we, our very first episode we ever did on Shooting the Breeze was a political, political. episode, yeah. and that was literally almost a year ago that we did it. Well, almost. Like April. March 26th, right? March? Was it March? It might have been... March or April, but I just find it funny that we're back. To, I we're think back. the first one was 26th. I it's think. like we go through our cycles. Like we just we got we're, back to a political back thing. To it. But I got some uh, funny statistics. Um, I have some funny uh, things to say about some politicians that are running for presidency. And yeah, I yes. don't know. You got anything? I you know what? We'll see what comes up. <laughs> All right. I've well, been not. I've been not world. Uh, I told you I was like I literally have not ingested anything of like all I had was school all last week and then i've been reading oh you're talking about like social media just just, period yeah yeah. like i have not ingested anything so i have like i'm a blank slate right now well we're gonna talk about texas and how they just wilding it out right now that's one of my topics (laughs) the the revolution I, i love it i love it but let's dive on in So, first of all, today has been kind of tragic. I, uh, so I was doing school, or doing school. I was doing school. I was also doing work. And no, you weren't. I, I was. I was actually. <laughs> of course, the one time that I sit down to do some work at my house, this happens. All right. So, I'm sitting down, and I don't know why I started off with the story, but I thought it was like kind of funny. I like so, it. I started out by, you know, getting on my computer. And for anybody that doesn't know, I just got a brand new computer, <laughs> double monitor setup. It's beautiful. Double it's, fans. Dude, it's air cooled. Six fans that cool that oh, thing. Oh, my bad. <laughs> RGB. I mean, it's beautiful, right? And so, I'm doing this work. I'm run, working on this PowerPoint or whatever. And I just got back from the gym. So, I was drinking one of those muscle milks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure y'all have some at your house. Yeah, but, Keith, Keith coming through for us. <laughs> yeah. And so, I was drinking this muscle milk. And I always like, like for muscle milks, especially, I feel like stuff settles at the bottom of yep, them. So yep, I hit yep, it like yep, a quick yep. shake. Oh, no. Dude, I didn't put the cap back on and I hit one good shake. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing went everywhere. I kid you not, it took me an hour to clean it up. My whole, yeah. my, my whole monitor was just brown with chocolate milk on it. And, the only uh, thing about that is it's sticky. Dude, yes. I mean, it, it immediately dried like paint. Because like, they, they say that it's really not like, if you spill water on your keyboard, that's really not that bad. It's oh. more so what actually ruins the keyboard and stuff is if you eat and little crumbs get down in it. Oh, yeah. That ruins a keyboard. So that was the, I kid you, that was probably the only place that that, that chocolate milk didn't go was in the keyboard. It went on the floor, on the wall. It made it all the way into my guest bathroom, like in the toilet. I don't know. It was everywhere. It went on my PC. I like immediately cut it off and like opened it up. I had to take it apart to like get all the chocolate milk. Bro, I was freaking out. And I like, and at first I wasn't really that mad. I was just like, whoa, I need to clean this up now. Yes, act. Um, but as I was cleaning it, 
it was like I would find some chocolate milk. It's like and concrete. Then, and then it was like there would be more in that spot that I didn't see. And it just kept going deeper and deeper. And at the end of it, dude, I was so mad. I took that chocolate milk bottle. I ran it outside and I just curb stomped it in my driveway. And it was just, I don't know. I was a little temper tantrum. But, yeah, that, uh, that's a little embarrassing. Well, the first when I hit it the first time, the cap, the cap busted off of it and it got all over my legs. So it was like immediate regret. <laughs> you lost a fight. Dude, I was defeated, bro. You lost a fight to oh. muscle milk today. Dude, yeah, it kicked my rear. I will not drink another one. I refuse. <laughs> I will not drink another one. I'll go buy one from the store, but I'm not buying. I'm not drinking them out of my house. But, anyways, Muscle that was your uh, little little story for today. That's kind of how my day's been going. That's good. Um, I, I my floor's still sticky in there, but whatever. But moving on to some more important matters, I kind of want to talk about um some things happening in the United States, such as Texas. And I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah, we touched uh, on it. Texas is, and here's my thing. It's hard to say whether Texas is right or wrong. Okay? Politically, it's easy. If you're Republican, Texas is right. If you're Democrat, Texas is wrong. But another perspective, and I don't know how deep I want to go into this because I don't know enough about the Bible to say yes or no but if you were looking at this situation biblically mm-hmm. right what how should we treat the situation so okay. for anybody that doesn't know right biden um over the span of biden's presidency which he's on his last year he there have been he's two last point, legs yeah physically. i mean buddy is holding on for dear life but he, there have been 2.2 million illegal immigrants coming to the United mm-hmm. States. Illegal, right? Yeah, I hear about this pretty much every day from my boss. And he's, so he's always pretty amped up about it. And I mean, it's it's a big deal, yeah. right? But basically, his um, administration is really open to having our borders open. And the main state that is getting affected by this is the state that literally connects to Mexico, which is Texas. It's getting the full blunt. one of the border states. Right, one of the literally one of the border states, and it's so it's catching the full blunt of this force of all these illegal immigrants coming in, Mm -hmm. and so basically this is a very dumbed down version. The state of Texas said, "We're done. Look, we like we we've tried to give it to you your way. We let the Biden administration do its thing. We don't like what's the outcome's Mm -hmm. been. It's affecting our state. Right, it's affecting our state heavily. So they decided to put the Texas National Guard." And this is actually a great spot to explain to people what between National Guard and active duty. <laughs> active duty works for the federal government. They work mm-hmm. directly. Their top chain of command is President Biden. Yep. The National Guard, their top chain command is the governor. And I work their for state. the National Guard. So <clears throat> on a state level, my boss is Governor Kemp. On a federal level, my boss is Biden. Yes. But what Texas did and what any state can do that has mm-hmm. a National Guard they can implement implement this like basically emergency uh put their put the state in emergency what am I, state what? of emergency state of emergency right yes. Oop. Oop. and so when they do that they basically take their their army their mm-hmm. national guard and they can basically command them how they will and so texas has put their national guard on the um border and put them on border control and basically kicked all the federal employees out the the active duty the border control federal okay. employees all of them they say get out we're tired okay. of it Okay, so the, here's the thing, right? And this is where I want to bring in the biblical view of it, okay? Mm-hmm. We can always look at a Republican. We can always look at a Democrat. I've seen a lot of people say, why not, little man? 
why not little men the you know help make our you know provide more jobs they do you know if you look at the hispanic community they're not um they're a very productive uh mm-hmm. community and then you have other people like how are we going to call this america if we just let anybody in mm-hmm. but i want to look at it at a biblical view and get your opinion on it okay what how do we look at it in the light of okay jesus said give to the poor right help the needy mm-hmm. so should we let immigrants just come in freely no. in order to help the needy, help the people? Because a lot of those people don't even have a home or they live in very dangerous communities. And mm-hmm. like, I don't want anybody to look at me and be like, wow, he's a liberal. I'm not. <laughs> I pro- I'm, I'm not. Yes, I understand. So, but I want to, I'm looking at it at a biblical stance mm-hmm. of whether or not, what would be the right thing to do there? You're at, that's the yeah, question yeah, I'm asking. I, I mean, <laughs> what the right thing Very to do charged is. question. Very deep question. Um. The right thing would be, yeah, allow them in, but have to go through the immigration. Okay. Yeah, that's, what, that's where I was going right. with that. I mean, yeah. do it right. Yeah. All um, right, we're going to do right by us, and, or we're going to do the right thing and let y'all in. Y'all do the right thing and do right by us and go through our process. Right. That would be both parties doing the right thing. Now, that's w- not what happens, though. Yeah. And so my, my thinking was, why, if we let them in legally, right, we let them in as long as they conform to the process that we make them do to come into our country, mm-hmm. why do they still try, why are there so many immigrants trying to get in illegally? And I think a portion of that is, is because it's not 100% free to mm. come into our country legally, right? Um, the right way, right? Okay. To, uh, to come in legally. So I think, and I, like I said, I was blessed to, to be born in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I don't know the, the immigration process of coming out of state or we out of country. Pass it. What's that? The, have you like the you have to take tests on uh, like American history and stuff like that? We literally most Americans don't pass it. Like won't the people who are born. Oh, in America, I did see a statistic yeah. on that. Most That's, people don't uh, don't pass it. Right, and even I'm sure we've grown up in America, and I'm sure there's a financial portion of this as well. Um, I, I'm not sure. I know there are some kind of fees uh, for illegal immigrants to become legal immigrants into the United States. And I don't know how big of a deal that is, but it must be a big enough deal for a visa application is $325. Okay. So $325 US dollars? Yep. Okay. So I think that's What's a that? large sum What's of money. pesos? Yeah. I think that's a large sum of money. Not that our only border is, you know what I mean? Well, I, I think a lot of illegal immigrants are coming in the United States because of the conditions that they live in now are so poorly that they want a right. better life for themselves and their right. children. I and can't we're the land of opportunity and yeah, and I'm not going to put the dream. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put that past anybody. You're trying to better yourself and better your, your environment. I get that. Um, so I can't say that a lot of these people are coming for money into the United States, right? They just have money, $325 just to get the visa. But I, that, that was kind of where, and I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of it, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. I do think that you should come into the United States illegally, or I'm not, not illegally. I think I added an eye on that. Legally. Come mm-hmm. in. E- I'm just going to stop talking. I so, almost said illegally. <laughs> so, and just to clarify, a visa does not make you a citizen, by the way. I hope that's not the misconception. That just allows you into the country. It allows you into the country. Um, and... Uh, but the actual process, if we look it up, it says, despite its popularity for many becoming a U.S. permanent uh, resident or citizen is a long and costly process. If we sum up all the specific payments towards acquiring citizenship in the USA, 
The total ranges from 4000 to 11300 However, most people end up spending between six and eight grand. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a little more than that. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's a process, though, you know. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know the whole process of becoming a legal immigrant. I'm not sure about all that. I don't know how long that takes. So I'm sure it is easier to illegally come in because mm-hmm. it's like, nope, nope, no checkpoints. Just walk on in. Let's go find a place to stay and we'll mm-hmm. start working and make a life for ourselves. Versus, you know, okay, well, we need this much money. We got to take these tests. We have to be processed, fingerprinted, all that stuff. I'm sure it's much more lengthy. Here's than- the thing. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, let's say we opened it up completely. They're allowed to, they're allowed to come in they, and they got to go through the process. Now, since they're, let's say in a perfect world, they're going to go through the process 100% all the way, you know, whatever. It costs money on their end. Guess what? It also costs labor because we got to have all the people working in the border and doing the um, stuff, uh, you know, all the process to get them in and do all of that, all the legal documents, all the blah, 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 and this hold and that. stuff. Okay? Hold that note right there. You're right. We pay ta- tax dollars. And then that raises our taxes because we have to pay those employees. Those employees right now that are just letting them in. Yes. Those same employees that our tax dollars yes. are paying are the same people that are just letting them in. I just want to say that. Yes. Keep right. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, we're paying people to do a job that they're not doing. Yeah. So let's just not do it at all. <laughs> That's I mean, kind of my view. It, at least until we can set up the... Basically, our infrastructure can't support this is what... And, and I do want to say, like, right now, it's not, we're not just two guys from the middle of Georgia just talking about this. And the state of Texas is not by itself. There are mm-hmm. 26 other Republican governors who are supporting the state of Texas as of right now, Georgia being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Kemp, I think a couple of days ago, uh, you know, signed a, basically an agreement with Texas to help right. them uh, during this time. Which, what does this feel like for you? When you have states versus federal, <laughs> when you have state versus federal, what does that feel like? It feels like something we've seen before, or at least read about. What, in, is, <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? Like Maybe a, in Lincoln's time? Like a civil war. It, it does. Because it, it, it is. It's civil. It's civil. It's, it's what within it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it really makes us look not united. Yeah. And it really, yeah. If you were a foreign country that didn't like the United States, this would probably be a Prime time. Prime opportunity to, yeah. To mess some stuff up. But anyways, we're going off on a tangent there. But yeah, I think uh, I wanted to just look at that biblically. Ugh, I biblically. can't say, I cannot say biblically. Biblically. Um, yeah, I wanted to look at it in that perspective because, you know, we always look at it like black and white. Like, okay, black, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be in here. White, they should be here. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just wanted to look at it like we are a prosperous country and we yes. should share that wealth. And I believe that we do to an extent mm-hmm. with a lot of charity work. I think we, I mean, we sent God knows how, how much money to Ukraine, which a lot of people have problem with that as well. So, I mean, it's not like we are not generous, but you can't, I don't know. The first thing my mind goes to biblically is, all right, let's take um, uh, Moses um, when he took the refugees and all the slaves from Egypt. Yeah. And to go to the promised land, I think yep. it uh, calls it in the Bible. What is that? Is that the same instance here? But here's the thing. The land that they went to was not, uh, did not already have habitants or whatever set up and stuff like that. They went and they started. Well, a, they had to take a lot of land. Yeah, when Moses, because Moses passed it on to Joshua, and Joshua mm -hmm. is the one who really laid the hammer to the nail. Mm -hmm. 
But they did have to fight a lot of people. But you're talking about thousands of people uh, that they had to fight. But I mean, even in the midst of it, though, they some of the or not the Egyptians, some of the Israelites said, "Let's just go back. At least I got fed back there." Yes. And so I don't know where I was going with that, but um, well, well that's that's just the first thing that came to my mind. All right, what's a similar thing that happened in the Bible? That's what I'm trying to do. Let, let's saying. find a let's find a similar instance that happens in the Bible. Yeah. Um, because for all intents and purposes, they were refugees. They were leaving um you know egypt where they were enslaved and not treated well and blah 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 and moses is going to take them to new land give them a new life new opportunities that whole thing yeah is that what people are doing when they're leaving places like mexico and um where there's a ton of cartel and everything and stuff like that that they're oppressed by and going to find a new life when they're coming into America. Is that the same thing? Yeah. That's the question we got to answer. And I know a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, look at this. It's just two white privileged men. Like, what do <laughs> we they know? know. We, yeah, exactly. We're trying to, that's where I'm going. We know. At least we're, we're talking about it. At right. least we're not just sitting here. Um, and my thing is like, like, what do we know about immigration? We, we've lived in nothing. The, yeah, exactly. We don't know anything about it. But I want to, like, I guess what we were trying to do is put the mindset of like, okay, instead of looking at this Republican or looking at this Democratic, conservative, liberal extremist on either side, what, what would, biblically, what is the, the right thing to do? Because mm-hmm. there is a good compromise that's biblical in there somewhere. Right. And I'm not going to say we're the two that are going to find it. But I think, <laughs> I think if we all kind of changed our, tweaked our mindset of like, okay, let's stop thinking about a full-blown Republican. Let's or stop full-blown. being politically minded and start being kingdom minded. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's hard to do. We've talked about that tons of times, mm-hmm. like having the worldly view or having the heavenly view. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, having that perspective. Well, my, the other argument for that is, okay, yep, we're in the world, um, but we're not of it. Stuff like that, that whole yeah. thing. We're still in the world um, and we still have to obey the laws of our land. That's also in the Bible. So it's like, oh, I'm under God. I don't have to obey speed limits and drinking ages and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, no, you do. That's the laws of our land that we inhabit. Right. So in, out of respect, we're, we're given that order and told by God to obey the laws of our land. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a hard topic and it's a sensitive topic. And depending on who you talked about it with. Maybe this will be the start of a conversation. Maybe maybe somebody will hear this and be like, hey, that's not a half bad idea. Maybe we just got the ball rolling. We're not taking it to the finish line, but we, we started rolling. We're just talking about um, it. Have you heard about Texas talking about, okay, so. Texas again. Yeah, Texas, Texas again. Texas is getting a lot of heat. They're really popping <laughs> off right now. They're getting a lot of heat, but they're giving a lot of heat. I would like time. to say I don't believe that the federal government should be able to tell states what they can and can't do in the sense of their own borders, their own, you know what I mean? No, I agree with that. I don't. I mean, I think that's why we have governors and, and it's stuff It's called like that. the United States because you have states and they have governments and there's powers. So we there's just a, agree there's to a be hierarchy together. And they, we agree upon a, a leader and he is to unite the states. When you're not united in the states, are you really doing your job that well? Yeah, and that's why you're, you're getting into the weeds of like our president right now and everything like that. And yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm staying away from that topic. I, so. yeah, I, I know. Um, but no, so I don't know if a lot of people have heard this. Colorado and there's a couple other real liberal dem- democratic states that have blue states, blue, <laughs> blue states that have uh removed or tr- are trying to remove 
uh, Donald Trump from the uh, ballots, the presidential ballots. Another thing that happened around the Civil War. Uh, right. Or before the Civil and War. And I didn't know that either until was, I think it was you who sent me that, that they said the last time somebody removed a presidential candidate, candidate from, from a, a presidential ballot is right when the Civil War happened with Abraham Lincoln and everything <laughs> well, like that. Well, that's part of the reason. Well, that they was, removed Abraham Lincoln from the ballot. And, and see, I'm just saying... If history, we, uh, we, well, we learn. We learn. Let me about, make sure I have that right. <laughs> we learn about history so we don't make it repeat itself. But one of the things that is floating around in Texas right now is removing President Joe Biden from the the uh, the uh, ballots in their state, which I think is it, it's not a real thing. It's not a confirmed thing right now. It's really floating around. But I find it funny that. Um, everybody's freaking out about it because when it was Colorado doing it to Trump, everybody was like, yes, that's like super awesome. Like nobody had a real big problem with it. But now that Texas is talking about removing Joe Biden, people are just freaking out about it. So anyways, I thought that was a, that was something that I saw that I figured I'd, I'd bring up, but I wish you could see what I'm seeing. <laughs> what are you saying? Would you look up civil war or something? I looked up Abraham Lincoln removed from ballot and you've got, there's, I keep hitting my mic. There's a lot of mixed reviews. About There's a lot of people saying that this is false. This never happened. Uh huh. Um, because the claim is that ten states removed Abraham Lincoln from the ballot in the 1860 election. Okay, so th- that's the claim. That let me read first. Whether we, whether we know that's true or not. Yeah, stall for me. Um. <laughs> oh. What? Wow. Several experts told USA Today Lincoln was not removed from any ballots in the 1860 election. Parties, not states, administered ballots during that election. And since Lincoln's Republican Party was virtually non-existent in the South, he wasn't on those ballots in the first place. Oh, so basically because he didn't have a big presence in the South, they didn't put him on the ballot. Almost like, yeah, almost like he didn't even get nominate like we have a nomination now right where we we, our process is a lot better now where you know it kind of well and i mean and see definitely now people taking people off the ballots is purely out of not i wouldn't say it's petty it's very petty it's very petty uh you're doing it just kind of because you can i guess um but if if that's if they didn't have but if you take them off the ballot you're removing votes that could potentially sway on on either side and that's my thing i'm like is that not unconstitutional because people within colorado or whichever state that was going to vote donald trump now can't because you took them off the ballot and they live in the state of colorado granted it was he was probably not going to because the way you know the way we do our election is that it's whatever the majority is in each state which i'll go back to my point about why they shouldn't be able to tell states what they can and can't do so what happens is like, okay, California, for example, they're going to be blue, but Georgia's most likely going to be red, right? Okay. More or less That's so. because the majority vote in Georgia is majority Republican. So that gets flagged as red. Same over here. And uh, so then it's a majority amongst all the states. How many are blue versus how many are red? So if that's the case and we take, you're taking, you know, a, it gets decided upon each individual state and then that gets accumulated together, then they sure as heck should not be able to tell texas what they can and can't do well my thing is at the end of the day you're taking away somebody's right to vote because the way they want to they want to vote right because then if if that was who you're going to vote for you you just can't vote because it's not like you can go out of state and vote for somebody else Mm -hmm. like you have a colorado license or you have you are like you vote in the state that you're in that your residence in so i don't know that that just seemed 
That seems it's unconstitutional. It's It shouldn't happen on either side. We shouldn't take, uh, you know, red state shouldn't take um, blue petitions or candidates off. And the blue state shouldn't take red. It just yeah, shouldn't we shouldn't mess way. with it. We shouldn't. The mess whole with thing it. is wrong, and two wrongs don't make a right. You're getting greedy. It's not. It's yeah. not like, you okay. know. Yeah. So I, I I saw that. I thought that was funny that Texas was doing that. Just <laughs> just literally, I think that it's purely out of pettiness. But I mean, yes. A lot of people don't think that uh Biden is um, and I say a lot of people because I don't like to identify whether or not because I don't. I mean, I'm I'm Republican. I vote Republican. But I, a lot of people think that Joe Biden isn't fit mentally and physically to keep uh, going as president. I think, I mean... It, I don't think that's wrong. I, I don't think that's wrong, and no one disagrees with us there. Even, even the Democratic a, Party yeah, a lot of people that also voted for him. believes that, yeah. that he's no longer fit. His disapproval rate, or his approval rate is down. Well, while we're talking about presidential candidates, let's talk about Nikki Haley. Right. Uh, we have um, she's Democrat. I mean, Republican. <laughs> she's on. She's, she's on, on Democratic some, ticket. But um, she, I mean, the <laughs> yeah, she might be uh, what people consider a rhino. Uh, rhino Republican. Do you want me to get that uh, definition? Uh, well, so we talked about this the very first episode we ever had. That and oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. A rhino Republican, which basically means they are running as a Republican on the ballot, but they have a Democratic agenda. Um, so. Uh, what was that guy's name? Vivek. 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 Uh, Vivek how do you say? Ram, I think it's Ram, Ram, Ramaswamy. I can't. I I've Vivek I've read Ramaswamy it. or Vivek. I'll look it up. Hold well, okay. So I uh, I kind of like him. I like him. I think uh, I I really like him because he's quick witted. Yeah, he's like very quick. He's which very a lot smart. of he's a lot of smart. I think we want to read his book, the Woke Inc. or whatever. Yeah. And he, a lot of politicians yeah, are Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, they're 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 clever and they can you know rattle stuff. They off should real. be. Um, yeah, the, they should be. Um, but one of the things <laughs> that was such a shot, my bad. Um, I didn't even mean it to be. One of the things that he did, I saw that he like hum, humiliated. I can't speak. You can't. You. Um, <laughs> I was like, you make a terrible. <laughs> uh, uh, I would be a terrible politician. Politician. Uh, <laughs> He uh, humiliated Nikki Haley yeah. because I don't know if you saw that. He asked her to um, name, name three co- three countries that she's talking about sending money. Yeah, uh, they're talking about oh, everybody want to send money to Ukraine. He was like, I bet you you can't even name three providences yeah. inside of Ukraine that we're sending money to. And she just looked at there and she's just like, you know, chewing on her tongue or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the lady, I remember the the uh, spokes lady who was asking her the question. She was like, Do you have anything to say to? To that, Nikki, and she was like, "Hey, do, I don't even have time to answer his questions or something like that." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's a real cheap way <laughs> to just job. blow it off." Yeah, good job. Um, Why did they not let? Um, did you watch? I watched the first, the first debate when they were all up there. It was horrendous. I don't know if you watched the debates. I usually do. Yeah, because they're inter- usually generally entertaining. It was awful. Like it was hard to watch. Um. Oh, I bet it's a yeah. bunch of grown people trying to get their thirty seconds of words. It's in. a bunch of grown people acting like children. Is yeah. what it is. Um, um, which I could take it from. And to be honest, okay. So I say I like Vivek. When I first watched the debate, didn't like him at all. Now he's smart. He, you know, smart, quick witted. Blah, blah blah blah. There was an air about him I didn't like at all. Uh, like he has bit. that cockiness to him. Yeah. I mean, and I, Donald Trump has that cockiness to him. Yeah, but Donald Trump can back it up a lot more. And that's, yeah, that was, uh, 
that's one of those things where it was like, you know, which Vivek hasn't been given the chance to back it up. Yeah, and 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 my thing, the the reason why everybody hate uh tr- hates Trump, which he is cocky. Yeah. But another reason why other politicians hate him is because he'll straight up tell you he was like, everybody hates me because I don't need your money. Yeah. I have my own money. He was like, all y'all, he said, y'all need support to be here. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't need support. Mm -hmm. He said, and y'all hate me because you can't control me because I don't need you. Yeah. And which is a point. Well, I'll just, I'm not, and I'm not trying to sit here and ah, I can't use that word. Uh, I'm not trying to sit here and like ride the bus or so, you know, with the Trump thing. Um, But yeah, it's the politician that doesn't need any more power than he already has. It's the politician that nobody can control. Right. Because usually you have some kind of leverage, like money or mm. power or whatever. He doesn't need it. Which Vivek talks about that a lot. Um, he, in a recent interview I just watched, he was talking about how that, how that kind of all works. Yeah. And where, you know, funding comes from. And it's really all just a big power gain and stuff like that. And yeah. who controls this and who donated to this and who... What's the if I change this policy, then it's going to bring up this stock and it's going to it's all a big game and deep and, state stuff. But yeah, and I'm not going to get into the weeds, all that. Like if you want to hear about all that, go to listen to Mass, Matt Walsh or uh, yeah. Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro. One of those. Those guys can break it down way better than we can. So moving on. I want to talk a little bit about, and I don't know what I'm doing today. I'm just jumping around. <laughs> I love it. I just I, saw, is, I saw all these interesting things and I was like, I kind of want to talk about that. This is how I like to have conversation. Just jumping around. Yeah. Okay. So topic I saw that I think a lot of people should be interested in, especially if you are a uh, homeowner or you're planning on buying a home. Oh. This is a, a statistic from last year that I did not know that really surprised me. Okay. of single home residents in 2023 were bought by a company called BlackRock. BlackRock, exactly. I know where you're going. Yep. So they're 44%, almost half of single home residences were were bought by Mm -hmm. this company called BlackRock. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, I don't. This I, is going. This is some deep state stuff. Just FYI, if you if we're gonna get into this, we gotta. So. BlackRock is, and I, and I actually don't know that much about BlackRock. I know that it's a super big company, super uh, powerful, has tons of money. There's even a stock. If you go into your uh, brokerage and look up BlackRock, they have their own stock and everything like that. But they are, hev- they are heavily invested in the real estate, right? And so, um, <laughs> and I see memes about this all the time where it's like, it's like somebody dancing. It was like BlackRock whenever they outbid a single mom with three kids. <laughs> yeah. They're just over there dancing. Yeah, or whatever. people are coming. Um, and I've heard stuff about people coming from people moving from California, and they are selling their houses in California, and are able to buy the houses here, like say here in Georgia, in cash from with what they sell their house for. Well, that's also yeah, that's California. Well, no, I'm saying. They they haven't paid their house off, uh huh. Like they're just their just what they just, get. Just how much BlackRock's paying out yeah. to to buy their home. Yeah, and and so when we look at that, it's like okay, well, why is that statistic Cash important? In hand. Yeah, why is that statistic important? And the reason it's important is because if you have a big company that is buying up a ton of single home residen- residencies or even multi, you know multi home residencies or multi uh what am I trying to say multi family residencies. 
the, the, the issue that arises there is that they are trying to now turn the housing market into a renting market mm-hmm. to where you do not own a house. You, you can have this house, but I am not selling it to you. I will only rent it to you. So they're basically buying all these houses up and doing renting options only. No buying. No equity mm-hmm. for you, me, nobody. There goes the American dream. Right. So, it, it, and this, this could be kind of conspiracy line, but it, this is somewhat true. The, the, what they're somewhat? doing. What do you mean? They I... are buying these houses and they're selling. They're not selling them. They're just putting on the market to be rented only. Mm-hmm. And it makes, I mean, really, that makes so much sense. I get to keep 100% equity in this place. Yeah. I, I own Take all Take out the, loans from it, do like blah, blah, blah. It's yep. just a. I own all the rights to it. And I'm getting this monthly income for somebody who I'm just allowing to live there. I can kick them out at any time. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. I can sell the house. And so it, you're kind of getting into a super like, uh, not political weeds or not even, it's almost like, it almost feels like Illuminati. It, and I don't well, like to use that word. It's, uh, what's the one? It's the one world order stuff. Cause you know, they're saying that's that Illuminati. All- well, yeah, it, it, that, or one world power, like this whole thing, because basically all the big companies are... Feels like a monopoly. Yeah, grabbing up all, yeah. The, uh, all the smaller companies so that everything is just under the same umbrella. Basically, uh, BlackRock, so even, uh, I think if you do the... Vivek talked about this um, in that interview I spoke about. Um, a lot of the S&P 500... If you really do your digging, if you're buying BlackRock, you're buying all the other ones with it. BlackRock is like buying another S&P 500. Like its own index fund? Yes. Basically, because so many companies are owned by BlackRock. Okay. Um, Same with, uh, like, they have a lot of ties in Apple. They have a lot of, like, they're all intertwined. Like, that's the thing. When I said it was a game earlier, like, it it really is. It's all... And so I guess, I guess where we're going with this is that like, I mean, yeah, BlackRock's offering a ton of money for your house, you know, and you could sell it to them, but just, you know, at what cost, at what cost are we like? Yeah, exactly. You, they're going to buy it and it'll never be sold again. Yeah. It will be owned by BlackRock forever, BlackRock forever. And they will just rent it out to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it's super smart. And there's, and, and we, we hate on it because it's at such a large scale when there's people we know that do that. To, they do the you, same thing. Yeah. As passive income. <laughs> we want to do the same thing. Yeah. As passive income. And so it is smart way to do it, but it feels kind of wrong at that scale. Yeah. And, and I know that I'm not going to own all my homes well, forever. That's, so this is where you get into like, Ooh, Capitalism isn't that great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though we love capitalism, when it when it's when it's the people in charge start really taking advantage of it, it's like, ooh, capitalism is not that fun. Well, plus, like, okay, if I do that with just a couple of houses, right? And I guess you could you could spin this either way, but if I were to do it with a couple of houses, the chances of those houses staying in my family for generations and generations kind of slim to none. Eventually, it's going to get sold mm-hmm. off, and somebody else is going to buy it. BlackRock is a entity; it's a company. Yeah. That's probably going to last a very long time. That's going to have a new president or a new CEO mm-hmm. come into it who's going to keep that vision and go with it. Yep. And so it's like, it can be a forever thing, or at least past our lifespan. It's a machine. Yeah, it is. And it seems dark. And it doesn't care about people's feelings. It doesn't care about... It's a rock. It's a yeah. black rock. Yeah, it's a That's black exactly rock. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's a black rock. Um, crushing everything. <laughs> <laughs> crushing everybody's spirits. But yeah, that's really, I, I don't know why, where I went with that, um, but these are just some things that I've been seeing happening in the United States, and it's like, it's kind of scary, man. 
I don't like, know. Um, yeah, I don't know. What like what is the the American dream now? What is the United States of America? And I'm not talking down. I love love the United um, States of America. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it so much that I, I joined the military, and so you die for it. I die for it, and I signed a contract saying that I'd do that. But I, I don't know. Some of the decisions we make, it's just like this. This isn't right. Everybody knows this isn't right. This feels wrong. It's not. I don't want to say that. Uh, it's not a. It doesn't feel like America. Everything that's happening. Everything that's uh, yeah. It's just not. It's just people pushing all of these agendas. That we all know that's wrong. It's funny all the people, if you go back to our, one of our first things we talked about, the immigration stuff, they're all coming over here because it's like, our lives are going to be better. And it's like, it, not for much longer. And I just thought, <laughs> I just thought about this. Because it's just the way it's going. You have, you have states that will change like transgender policies about like who can go to which bathroom. Mm-hmm. They would literally change their whole in-state policies. Because a group of people mm-hmm. got angry enough or more uh, so excited about this mm-hmm. that they pushed hard enough to make a state cave and change those policies because mm-hmm. a, a group of people were able to do that. And it really kind of shows like, what is the Christian community doing? Man. We are way bigger than them. We got a lot of... We're one of the biggest communities in the United States. We got a... Man, oh, man. You want to talk about a tangent I could go on? The biggest one, this is going to get very... Okay. This is yeah. This is gonna get very uh, pointed. Okay. The one that really angers me is just for an example of what we're talking about is marriage. Why on earth did we ever give America marriage? Is that you? You understand what I'm saying here? Marriage is a holy thing under Christ. And America took it and offered it up to us as a tax write-off, and now they have a say in marriage, and they should have never had it. What do you mean? Like, well, I'm try- what, are you, what are you getting at? Okay. I mean, what I'm talking like, so me and Jude are married. We entered into a covenant and stuff like that. Right. We, on our taxes, we filed marriage and stuff like that. You, you sit there and you go, oh, that's beneficial. So, like, when people make, when America can make decisions about what marriage is, because now they're involved. So, that's when they can say, yeah, marriage is between a man and a woman. It's like, hold up. God, God said, or, you know, God said marriage is between a man and a woman. But America can sit there and go, no, marriage is be- oh, can be between a man and a man or I a girl and a girl. Saying. Okay. And it's been perverted because we allowed Mar- America into it or United States government into it. Yeah. And that should, never should have happened. That's an example is what I'm saying. And there's a lot of things that Christians have allowed Caved the on. United States to take control of that never should have been theirs. And I'm not saying place. we need to go out. Welfare and just... never should have been the government's problem. It should have been the churches taking care of people like the, like the widows, like the poor, like um, the people who can't get jobs or have disabilities. The church was supposed to take care of those people. We're ordered to do that. We didn't do our job. The Democratic Party capitalized on it and does welfare and stuff like that. Another thing that we allowed the government to take that the church should have been taken care of. Yeah. That, that, I, to well, me, that's what you're talking about. Well, well, I'm not saying... Mm. Now, that might sound like a big conspiracy, but that's what I believe. That's so, what I, I believe that you, we've given them things that... We've given the government power over things that never should have been theirs. And yeah, and I don't... Yeah, so I guess I'm not so much going on what, what we gave them. I guess my thing is like we have so many like silent Christians. 
Yeah. That shouldn't be a thing. No. Like you're like, we shouldn't. And, and I know, like I said, like, I don't think we should go and like hold politicians to gunpoint and just no. be like, do, do what we say. Like, no. right. Obviously there's, that's not the way to go about it. But there, there are some, there's a lot of evil out there that is pushing us mm-hmm. and we need to push back. Like, hey, that isn't right. This we like know that's I'm not reading. right. This is the book I'm You, you um, need to read this book. And I ain't talking about, well, I'm not trying to start no revolutionary war here between, <laughs> no. between Christians and, and, and what, what other people are trying to push in their agendas. But like we, we have really just seen stuff happen, like taking uh, the uh, commandments out of church and taking prayer out of church and stuff like that, or church, taking schools, out schools and stuff like that. And we just let it we just let it happen and we didn't do any uproar but i'm what i guess what i'm getting at is you have this i guess lgb whatever community transgender community just for example yeah. very small community compared to the christian community and well, they push this agenda because they all got hyped up enough about it and i think we need to get hype enough about did our you beliefs. see did you see the thing i posted on my story uh-uh okay well uh in short here's what the dude says he goes um oh my god Crap, I'm not going to forget it. I'm going to uh, bomb it. Basically, what he's saying is that there's a lot of... Um, he's talking about gender roles and what... Uh, he's saying if you're too in your head... He's using the example of... Let me you know, get my bearings here. First, he's talking about that spirituality is not just a mind thing. Or, or Christianity is not just a mind thing. And it's not just a um, a spirit thing, and it's not just a body thing. It's all of them. Mm. And he said, the minute that you start using your mind too much, he said, that's when you have people who are going around here saying and getting confused on what's a man and what's a woman. Right. He said, and because they're too in their head, they're not in their body enough. He said, go out to a uh, go out to war. He said, it'll become very clear who are men and who are women. He said, uh, go and he said, get in. He said, let a new child be born. He said, it'll become very clear who's a man and who's a woman. Then he talks about, um, and how you start identifying, you know, as this and that. He said, that's why you have people who are going, I identify as this and that. He said, they're two in their head and they're not, um, you know, in their spirit and in their body. Um, and then he said, we do the same things as Christians. He said, in our heads, we're Christians. He said, but we don't do nothing. Yeah. Um, that we don't act like it. We don't do, we don't take any action that shows that we're a Christian. We don't use our body at like a Christian would. Yeah. He said, and then we also don't watch after our spirit like a Christian should. He said, but we identify as a Christian. Yeah. And we've got a lot of that. And my thing, yeah. And my thing is, it's just, it's not like we don't have the numbers. We yeah. have, we have a ton of people that identify as Christians. It's, and it's just crazy that we have lit, and I'm, I'm not blaming everybody i mean we're a part of it too i'm sure uh, yeah, there's I mean, some things that every build is guilty we talked about that before the podcast <laughs> right and so i just think if there's such a small community like that that can push policies all the way up to congress mm-hmm. there's things that we can do as christians because we are such a big community that we can say look we're not going to let that stand mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to let that happen that where's is- our representatives in congress and it feels like we don't have any i need to look that up and I- we need them I need to see how many um, congressmen, senators, governors are uh, Christians. That's, but that's what's so scary, though, is that you could look that up and you're going to get a number. Take maybe 10% of it, and that might be the only ones who are actually it. Christians, yeah. Everybody's going to say, I'm a Christian. That's what's so scary. Yeah. Trump says he's a Christian, and he might, and he might be. It's hard to say, oh, he's not. Yeah. 
Who's to say? Not us. Yeah. I mean, we were having a conversation before we recorded this. Yeah. Talking about, man, who's really a Christian? Who's really not? Even theologically. Yeah. I, like I said, it's hard to say. And that's a... That's going to be kind of how we wrap up this episode, and I'm glad you brought that up, because we are going to do, we're going to get Keith Ford on here. He doesn't know it yet, but he will, he <laughs> will be on here. Um, we're going to get old Keith Ford up here, and we're going to have a little uh, uh, theological um, discussion. Yeah, not uh, debate. We're not going no, to talk. No, yeah. no debates. No Pinning debates. them against each other. We're just going to talk the differences. Because Sawyer and I aren't educated enough on different anything. theologies. <laughs> yeah, really, we're not educated on anything, but definitely not other people's theologies. So we're going to bring in a veteran of the uh, Christian community to come in here and speak on it because I feel like he definitely uh, you know, has the expertise just to, to talk about those things. But yeah, that's all I got. You got anything? I don't. I'm a little fired up now. but I know my heart's beating. I feel like I'm breathing <laughs> heavy. I'm so out of shape. But anyways, yeah, we just figured we'd just come in here, drop this bomb on you, and let you, to <laughs> let you, think, let about you think about it. Hopefully we started, we, we got the wheels turning on some things. Yeah. Maybe to our viewers like you know think about this stuff yeah we're supposed to think about everything through with the mind of christ yep not just we should forgive not people. just church we should forgive people and we should love people but that doesn't mean you have to just let people do whatever they want yeah we can stop some of that but anyways Thank you for listening to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. Go follow our Instagram this page. This is how we get canceled. <laughs> this is the last episode. No, I'm kidding. Um, go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on uh, uh, TikTok. Sorry, I'm tripping. I, I'm still like my head's back in two sentences ago when we were talking about the discussion. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. I'm Sawyer. And we'll talk to you all in two weeks with another episode.